You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, me This is your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today, folks, we got a special, special one. Let me tell you, you see how we're crazy about our fandom? We love what we do, right? What we into. You know what? It could also be used as a force for good. A force even mightier than that of the Jedi. And you know what? These two folks right here have written a wonderful book. It's an interactive book. It's the first of its kind and and helping you navigate. If you want to use your fandom to become an activist and help your favorite organization, platform, whatever it is, they may introduce first up. He's a sociology professor. He's a nerd. Writer, teacher, the one, the only, Miss Tanya Cook. How you doing? I'm doing great. I love that intro. Will you please come to all my classes and do that now? <laughs> yeah, let's get it. We get the class pumped up. Don't you worry. And let me introduce also your partner in crime. He is a clinical psychologist, an activist, and also a writer that contributes to this wonderful book. The one, the only, Kayla Joseph. Where are How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Well, I'm happy <laughs> to have you guys. You guys created over here a hell of a book. I'm digging it, you know, especially since, you know, I'm one of those who likes to help and have that, that, that energy. So I'm digging what you guys are doing, creating this little roadmap, if you will, for those that are unaware of, of their power and being able to use their phantom to help you know, their their favorite cause, whatever it may be. So, but before we start digging into the awesomeness of this book, I we needed to uh, dig into the story. So since Tanya was here first, I'm going to go with her. <laughs> she arrived first <laughs> to the green room. That's how I go by. That's the first one that I get the question. All right. So uh, Tanya, a, a bit about yourself, like where you're from originally, you know, where you grew up and what was your first taste of fandom? Yeah, thank you. Great question. Um, so I am originally from Wisconsin, and I'm a Gen Xer. So I grew up in a pre-internet era, right, where us nerds were few and far between. And I would say my first fandom that I loved was probably uh, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, like Lucasfilm stuff. I, I remember like filling in a magazine ad to get a Lucasfilm membership and get the patch and get the special, you know, whatever the the newsletter would have been at that time. So definitely that would have been where, where I kind of first loved this stuff and Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, things like that at the time as well. Um, grew up, obviously <laughs> kind of still growing up, uh, became a sociology teacher mostly. I, I do research as well, but it's uh, primarily teaching and realized like pop culture and fandom are such a great way to teach sociology, to connect with one another, despite the diversity of our background, not, not despite, but along with the diversity of our background, we can, we can touch into these stories that appeal to so many people in order to understand shared experiences, values, et cetera. So that's, that's kind of where this came from. And, and we can talk more about the project as we get, we get into this. But. Absolutely. All right. I need that audience story, Kayla. Let's go. Same question. Like where you where you come from, where you grew up at, and your first taste of fandom. 
Yeah, I, I grew up in Texas and my first taste of fandom, I think my very first taste of fandom would have been uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers. But the first time I, I feel like I actually participated in fandom, did any kind of like fan fiction writing, things like that was Star Wars. And um, then which one? Oh, which, which, which one hooked you? Yeah. Um, the the original trilogy okay. was what hooked me. Um, I had a friend who introduced me to those, and we would watch that while our parents were watching the Super Bowl, football being really big in Texas. <laughs> Neither of us were into that, so hey. we would always watch Star Wars and make up our own stories. And, and then into high school, got really into Buffy, and then kind of fell off of fandom for a while. Was really into marching band in high school and things like marching that. Marching band. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> also a big Texas staple. And then got back into fandom actually when I was in grad school. And that that was kind of how I eventually fell into researching fandom. Well, was it in grad school that got you fished in again? Uh, it was Supernatural was what got me fixed in again. Hey. But uh, eventually um, led me to meet Tanya. I understand yeah. how many of the references. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, I've, they, learned a lot of, I've learned about all the cons here, for real. I'm sorry, Tanya. Oh, no, no, you're good. I was just teasing and going to say, like, they, the editor kept telling us, okay, let's, Supernatural's wonderful, but, like, let's have other, other <laughs> things. We, there's so much there, and that's how we met and everything, and that's really how I got more into cons was was through that through that uh, fandom and, and falling into that. But that's great. And I used to organize neighborhood kids to play Star Wars too. And we, we found out like after we'd known each other for five years that we had that in common that we used oh, to no. make our, our friends well, you, play Star Wars. It's a secret. Yeah. It's a secret club back in the day. I'm, I'm a, look at this. Let's this not tell you my story. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So going to crazy writing fan fiction and all that. So when did you start doing that? Like, seriously when, when did you first do it like for fun and then when did you actually say ah, maybe i want to write and get into something different along these lines and the the first time i wrote for fun was in grade school uh, i remember writing this actually what we were what we were playing at my my friends and i i wrote that into like a little fan fiction illustrated book which i i wish i still sure. had um and then writing seriously, I think part of academia just sort of always includes writing and then got the idea to start writing more in the fandom realm from other authors that I saw doing that. So um, Lynn Zuberness comes to mind as somebody who has produced a lot of books specifically looking at social science and fandom and um, discovered that and went, oh, wait, this is this is something that I can do with my degree. Okay, okay. And how about you, Tanya? Yeah, somewhat similar. I I think I used to love to write stories. I I still do a bit a bit of fiction, but not. Um, I don't know that I really knew fan fiction existed, but if I did, I would have done that. Like that was, <laughs> you know, we're talking again. You can't really. It's hard to explain to folks who have have now lived with the internet, right? Like how isolating it was to to not necessarily know other people who did this stuff. Um, and I was, I grew up during the eighties, right? So 
there was satanic panic around uh, D&D, oh, even though I, I was aware of D&D and like I desperately wanted to play it. I probably could not even have found eight people to like have a, have a, <laughs> have a game, but it was, uh, you know, at least at that point. But it was funny that some of that was restricted and, and we haven't gotten here yet. Wow. But even for for us as folks who were raised as as women and girls, right, um, that was also there was socialization around that, like you're not supposed to like comics, you know, you're not, that's for boys yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I and how wrong they were because back exactly. in the day, if anything, it, the, the, the sales probably were, you know, from the female, you know, women community buying all this stuff, eating it up. Like you yeah. dicks, do you not understand that women are, <laughs> I mean, who put me on comics is kind of, why I always ask that question. Like who puts you onto your thing? Because to mm-hmm. me, it was my mom. She gave she gave mm-hmm. me my first comic book. Why? Because she used to read little comics when she was a little girl. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and about eighty five percent of the people I asked, they always say it was mom. Mm-hmm. See, ladies are yeah. It, it's probably mom for me. I would say also. I think I had you know I had <laughs> friends and and uh, brothers, and I would grab their stuff and like be looking at their comics, you know. But my mom definitely I was super into He Man and Masters of the Universe. Oh cool. <laughs> and so like I had I wish I had kept them, right? Because now they're worth money. Uh, but like I had all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so that stuff and definitely getting the the materials in my hand and like taking me to the movies and things and you know supporting my love of Star Wars <laughs> and He Man for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I I picked up a New York Comic Con uh, two Skeletors, the originals from the '80s. So the you know the OG and then the one with the battle damage and the spinner still works and stays in place. And you hit it, you know. Remember that? Yes, I do. I remember those. They all they eventually they would get. Yeah, talk about like the original Pokemon where you had to buy you you know you're like oh. I'm like I know where my OCD comes from a little bit. It's like <laughs> these these companies mean like you got to have all of them. Oh, okay, I do. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Got to have, got to catch them all. Let me tell you. Exactly. All right. So, how did you guys then meet? Now we got, we got to talk about as I like to refer to as the bromance. What is popping here? How did you guys meet and, and, and develop the, the the relationship to you know start building this wonderful book? That's great. I'll let Kayla answer that, maybe. Yeah, um, I, I like to joke that I professionally stalked Tanya because um, <laughs> Tanya had uh, presented on this concept of thinking about fandom as having some similar qualities to religion at a sociology conference. And Misha Collins from Supernatural happened to tweet about that to troll one of his co-stars. And I saw that, thought, wow, this is exactly what I want to be doing. I need to find this person. So looked up Tanya's academic email and sent out a message to to see if this was something we could work on together. From your side. So now you get this random email from this random person. <laughs> that let me tell you that day was I think what's what's wild about things like Twitter and social media is the way that celebrities or, or people with with large followings can kind of just you know reach down and grab your hand and lift you up into the spotlight for a second and you'd have yeah. no idea this is happening. So <laughs> my here's my quick take. I had I had been asked by a friend to 
to think about supernatural and, and religion and look at the charity work, right? So I threw this proposal together, was like, this is really interesting. But for an academic, this is like at the start of our, our research. That's not usually when we get any attention. It's usually at the end, like right now, right? So this was six years ago, seven years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, randomly, Misha Collins with, I don't know, two and a half, three million followers finds it, tweets my entire abstract. And just my social media, as you can imagine, just RIP is just exploding. And I thought someone was was teasing me, like like on Facebook. And this I bot is my going mentor. crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I just I just don't know. And so there's a little there at that point. There's a little bit of me trying to figure out. Okay, is this person for real? Like, who is this? Or and and Kayla was not the only person who who did reach out uh, that way. And a lot of people were like, "Where's the book? I want to read the book." here you go. Here's the book now. Everybody who asked me uh, seven years ago, you're, here you go. Um, but Kayla reached out. And, and so we did, I did a little bit of email exchanging with folks who seemed more um, genuinely interested in like joining this for a long haul because it's commitment. Yeah. And what, what you may not know if you are a, a person who doesn't do this kind of work is we're doing this all out of pocket, like all of our time, all of our own money on our own dime, right? We are not like, and, and thank you. I mean, not, not, not to like, I'm just saying like that. I want to re- recognize both Kayla and fans who took time to talk to us and everybody who invited us into things and all the time and the generosity that they came to this with, because this wouldn't exist without that. And so mm-hmm. we really, this was a passion project in the every sense of the word, like in terms of you just have to keep going and keep believing in it. Um, and all the same time we have our day jobs, we have our families, we have all of our life stuff happening. So it's like our heroes, you know, we had to, we had to kind of really keep going. I'm thinking of like Spider-Man when he lives in that terrible apartment with the bathroom down the hall and the guy keeps yelling <laughs> rent at him, like just, you know, like one of those sorts of scenarios. Um, yeah. So like, anyway, I can't that, hold it no more. Can yeah. You just go inside the house yeah. already. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just we're. I'm so grateful that we we got here and that that Kayla stuck with me, and and awesome. through all of this. And I thought just to just to kind of bring it back into a more coherent point, uh, Kayla's expertise as a clinical psychologist and some of their background really was a great compliment for me, who doesn't have as much of the psychology and, and Kayla also has sociology as a background. So they're really able to make this, the individual fit with my emphasis and training on group dynamics and, and larger social structures. So it's a good, like, it's a really good, like, um, you know, wonder twins meetup. Deal. Oh, hey, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Look at these, they continue with the pop culture. I love it. Naughty, <laughs> naughty. All right. So uh, before we get into this wonderful book, uh, I just want to ask about the profession that you guys chose and why. So, Kayla? Yeah. Um, I I originally chose mental health and psychology because I had grown up around a lot of folks who were affected by mental illness. I'm somebody who lives with mental illness. And so that was what initially piqued my interest. And then while I was going through school, I also started to sort of have my interest peaked around human sexuality and LGBTQ plus psychology, um, not realizing at the time that I was an LGBTQ plus person. Um, 
really interested more for for the sake of folks that I had grown up with and having grown up in an area that was not particularly friendly to to folks who identified in that way. And then um, as I started to do some more self-exploration, realized I was also a member of, of that community. And that's that's been a lot of my career outside of fandom has been in LGBTQ psychology. All righty. There we go. And, you know, brave, come out yes. doing your thing, especially out there too, because I understand. <laughs> Must be hard, but, you know, good mm-hmm. on you. What about you, Tanya? So sociology was not what I intended to go into uh, as an undergraduate, but I took a, I randomly took a sociology class to fulfill a requirement, which is probably what happens to a lot of folks and kind of fell in love with it and really thought now I have, I have ways to express what I see in the world and understand how these systems work together. Having come from a very rural community, going to a large city, I moved from rural Wisconsin, my my town had 1,200 people in it. My 1200. dorm room, 1,200. Yeah. That's that many on my go, block, I think. <laughs> yeah. And now I go to New York Comic Con and I'm like, this is a lot of people. <laughs> you know, but is my town here? Yeah. And then some. yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah. And, and I love it. Um, and so having those experiences and seeing just how much we can have in common and also be very different, like in terms of culture yeah. and social structures so that I fell in love with theory and then went from there. But my, my background in graduate school was more medical sociology and science and technology studies. Uh, And then I became more of a teaching professor and really kind of re fell in love with pop culture fandom, especially through this project and, and finding my own, my version of a midlife crisis was doing cosplay and going to cons. Like I didn't get the sports (laughs) car. In the plastic <laughs> surgery, I bought like 12 different cosplays and started try, f- flying all over to go to cons. That's my version. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, really? What's your favorite cosplay to do? Oh, my gosh. This is uh, probably it's I'm going to say probably Jody Mills from Supernatural because I I if I have my hair a certain way, like I look yeah. enough like her that people are like, is that it her? Say? And I'm like. I wish. I, w- I wish I were that. But you that should. one's a favorite. I mean, it depends. Yeah. Are you going to pay the bill? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, hey. And then everyone's like, can I take a picture of you? And I've, I've thought, can I, would it be, un- would it be uncouth to be like, that'll be $5 or please buy my book or no. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Just like one moment. Yeah. Sure. Hold this yeah. book though. <laughs> yeah. Hold the book in the photo. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so that that's a big one. And Kayla and I did get to cosplay together a little bit. Oh, at a supernatural really? one. So, and then we'll, we, in the future, we're probably going to be doing an our flag means death mashup of, uh, I don't know if you know this HBO pirate show, uh, but I do a Steed Bonnet uh, cosplay and Kayla, I don't know if you want to talk about that. I shouldn't have like, yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's great. That's fine. Um, I'm I'm currently building a Blackbeard cosplay. Oh, cool. So we're we're hoping to do some cons together and be able to do the cosplay together. Oh, that's gonna be yeah. fun. Well, the next time you guys come to New York, you better hit me up. And what's your favorite cosplay before we move on? Um, my favorite cosplay. I've I've done a few different versions of Harley Quinn. That one's always fun to do. Um, I did a a Rick and Morty cosplay where I, I cosplayed as um. <laughs> I like to do a lot of cosplay with makeup and mm. have that be the focal point. And I did one that kind of was like a pickle Rick. Uh. Face. Um, 
not anticipating how many people would shout Pickle Rick at me. <laughs> hey, it's Pickle Rick, man. Man, hey, listen, I've seen a Pickle Rick con, uh, you know, cosplay so many cons. And I mean, hey, there's no way, there's not one aisle that you don't hear it. Pickle Rick! Pickle Rick! Yes. I mean, that, that thing is hilarious. Just take it out of doing work, lazy mother effort. What a great adventure, though. I love that show. That shit crazy. All right. So let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone, check it out. You see this? Check out this awesome, dope book right here. Fandom, Acts of Kindness, A Heroic Guide to Activism, Advocacy, and Doing Chaotic Good. Woo! All right. Talk about this book <laughs> and 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 the, the whole, really, like, how long did it get? Well, take you guys to put it together, the process, you know, why this book? Why did you feel it was important now? <laughs> I need to hear the yeah, story. Yeah, thank you. I will jump in. I will try to. So, again, I had started looking at Supernatural fandom and, and saw that in the Harry Potter fandom and the Supernatural fandom, fans were doing a lot of charity work where they were fundraising, right? And I was trying to understand that from a sociological point of view. Kayla and I started to work together on understanding this. We started interviewing fans and going to fan events about we did in-depth ethnographic interviews like why why do you do this? What do you do? Tell us about it. Tell us your um, experiences here. And and this book is really would not be possible with, again, everybody who shared their time and, and access with us. So that's fantastic. So inspiring to hear all those stories. Um, and then we started presenting about this at conventions, fan conventions, academic conventions. And we kept getting asked, how do I do this? That's great. I, I love that you're talking about this. I love that you're talking about fan activism and charity work. But what, what do I do? Where's the manual? Where's the guide? How do I get started? And then we said, OK, we need to write this book. We need to write the how to do it. And also activism is hard work and it's exhausting and it can feel overwhelming. And so Kayla has a, with with their background as a clinical psychologist. So that's what's going to happen a bunch. Um, But they have all these great ways to help you do that self-care to, to um, incorporate those parts. So some of the homework is also making sure you can sustain that. So we we really wanted to write this as both a love letter to fans and an answer to that question, how do I do this? How do I use this thing I love that's giving me so much joy to share that with other people? So this is hopefully an answer to that. Oh, man. Yeah, definitely. It has wonderful stuff. So how did you build this roadmap? What was that experience like in building this roadmap that is this book? I think a lot of that came from sitting down and kind of asking ourselves the question, well, how did we start to do activism? How did the fans that we interviewed and and our friends who are engaged in fan activism, how did they start doing this? So building that roadmap based off of a combination of those interviews, off of personal experience, and then making that cohesive in a way that actually makes sense from start to finish as a roadmap and not our just sort of scatter of thoughts. And yeah, and, and props to, to Kayla and our, and our editors uh, at Smart Pop too for, for sort of telling Tanya, you know, this is a great story that you wrote about this mulberry tree in Wisconsin in 1980, but it maybe doesn't need to be in this because I have the chaotic Sagittarius <laughs> energy of like, here's all these ideas. And then I need folks who are <laughs> to kind of go, 
and we're going to go in this direction and then this direction and that, you know, and so that, that the it, trimmer is coming. Yes. Take that off. Hold on. Hold on. Exactly. <laughs> and I promise it makes sense. Thanks to those folks. So yeah, it, it really kind of thinking through what, what would I want to see in a book? What would I want to um, be able, where could we help? Where can we help? Mm-hmm. Where can we fit something that has not been done before, you know, and really wanting to tell people doing this, it's hard. It can be tiring. Make sure you take care of yourself. Here are tools for doing that. Yeah. And a very nice forward in the book too, by Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you to Rachel good. for doing that for us. Yeah. Very, yeah. has been one of the most generous, kind people, honestly, like such an amazing human, like, and really always gracious with, with her time and energy and is now the executive director of Random Acts. So Ooh. Just Ooh. wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wins, wins, wins. Everybody winning. All right. So <laughs> how long was the journey in, in putting this baby together? And, and are you guys like next, you guys obviously not next to each other, right? I mean, uh, and in the same neighborhood, let's say. <laughs> We're not even in the same state. Um, I'm in California. <laughs> Oh, wow. And I'm in, Colo- I'm in Colorado normally, normally. We're in the time, same time zone, Kayla, so I didn't screw oh. up the time zone. <laughs> Yay for a change. Yay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, at the moment. But yes, and so the book itself, I would say it, it really was, you know, roughly six to seven years of oh, of wow. work. So the so the writing wow. part, that's that's the thing. But that's that's because of the interviews and our day jobs and all of our of course, life you know, happens. You know, this is a families. side joint. Exactly, exactly. But so the writing part was intense, and that happened mostly in the last couple of years. The the um, writing, writing, and the analysis, and that that's what mm-hmm. takes forever. So, <laughs> so yeah. How do you come up with those analyses as you came up with? I mean, how do those conversations go? I mean, how long do you guys chat for, or is this all email? I mean, I can't imagine you guys conversing on building this book together because it must have been a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, things going back and forth between you guys on it. It's a heavy book too, though, but it's wonderful because you hit a lot of other themes, inspiring motivation. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I well, I'll I'll say something and then I'll let I'll let Kayla jump in, but I will I would say we're. Luckily, both pretty like online and so online trademark, you know, like we're 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 both um, great at like we we finally figured out we use a lot of Google Docs to collaborate. But the analysis part, I would say um, for us as academics and, and our methodology in, in terms of um, ethnography would be grounded theory coding. So what that not to get too technical, but it's essentially like taking an interview, taking a transcript. So we, we conduct the interview. We kind of type up our, our field notes about it. Then we ha- we take a transcript and we go through that transcript line by line and work on what's called open coding. So you're kind of assessing what are the themes here? what um, How do these relate to one another? And there's different levels of that. So we did that um, and used some software programs to kind of base our analysis. And then, but that's a little bit more the academic side. I would say for this book, we're really looking at what were the most salient stories? What were the commonalities people had experienced? We're looking for those patterns in fan activism and, and also looking to what do we not know about as much that we can kind of have the fans speak to. So 
fandom that I don't really do a lot with is like gaming, online gaming, but I recognize how, despite my headphones, but I recognize how important <laughs> that is and discord and things like that. And all the work happening there, it's, it's wonderful uh, to see that. And so kind of thinking about where do we fill in those, those gaps um, and collaboratively working together. So where, where I would have a gap, you know, Kayla was able to kind of come in and, and add things and hopefully vice versa. <laughs> But yeah. Well, and and to speak to how you and I collaborated, I think definitely we're both online and would, you know, have Zoom meetings or email back and forth, share Google Docs. But we also attend conventions. And so we just made sure mm-hmm. to attend conventions at the same time in the same place. <laughs> yeah. and okay. Particularly um, attending, uh, is it Fan Expo Ooh. now in Denver, not Denver Comic Con? Yeah. Yeah. Fan Expo. Mm-hmm. So we, we would attend Fan Expo in Denver um, a lot together. We attended some Supernatural cons together. And so that also gave us a chance to connect and talk more. So now I need to know that when you guys first met, was it at a con? In person, yeah. We had met online. Uh, yeah, we had met online, right, um, after that post. And then we had collaborated for maybe almost a year. And then we okay. met at a Supernatural con. I went to mm-hmm. Las Vegas to meet Kayla. Uh, oh, cool. And uh, Jared Jensen and Misha were the sideshow, and they were lovely. But Kayla was the focus there. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm teasing, and I'm not. But like, I, I need. I loved an excuse to go to Vegas for the Supernatural convention. Don't get me wrong. Um, Vegas for other reasons is not my jam so much. Yeah. But but Vegas for the Supernatural con and, and meeting Kayla was great. Yeah. Oh, uh, nice, nice. That must have been awesome after a year. Wow. Yeah. I can't imagine. How, how did you take that, Kayla? Like, wow, I'm meeting my collaborator finally in person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's kind of always been the joy of going to cons is that there's all of these people that you might interact with on the internet or, you know, never even and see and actually get to, to see folks face to face and and have that. It was really, really cool. And we we kind of... I don't think we knew we were doing the book yet, but we we had a solid foundation of where we were going and we were starting to set up interviews and things like that. So mm-hmm. it was it was nice to have a little bit of work and fun at the same time. Excellent. Excellent. So there's a couple more questions before mm-hmm. we go. So mm-hmm. talk about, you know, you know, so this is a book about activism and all. You know, what are you guys passionate about? Yeah, I I am very passionate about LGBTQ rights, especially as we see continued, um, you know, infringement and and devastating events like the tragic event at Club Q in Colorado Springs. Yeah, just the other day. And being from Colorado, I I don't know anyone directly affected, but I have friends in that community um, who were checking in with me and, and, and also making sure that, that we, and everyone's coming out to support one another. So have, and I have always been, I would say, uh, I I don't know if I'd say an activist in that space, but I've always been an ally and a strong um, advocate for rights Uh, going back to high school. Like I actually gave a speech in 1993 in high school on um, gay rights and in my small town in Wisconsin, the, I, I got hate for it. Let's put it that way. I oh, got hate really? for it, which, oh, wow. which you could, yeah, which you could, you yeah. can kind of imagine that that could happen. It's okay? the, so it's the it's, 90s, it's, Wisconsin. I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I'm and a he, 90s even, New Yorker, but I understand, you know, same yeah. shit was going on yeah. over here. Mm-hmm. That type exactly. of stuff. You know, I had friends, yep. you know, in the community and 
unfortunately they had to fight a lot mm-hmm. in the streets mm-hmm. unfortunately so, yeah. yeah and it's it's just so for me that and then i would say um very passionate about other social justice issues i i teach at a community college i teach at a community college for a reason i believe education it should be accessible, should be available, high quality education. And a lot of my students are DACA, are um, deferred action for childhood arrivals or, um, you know, immigrants or, or were brought here as as young children and, and do not have legal status as citizens in the U.S. So I'm very passionate about immigration rights, immigration reform as well, personally. Mm-hmm. What you care? I'd say also LGBTQ rights are... I, probably the main area of activism that I engage in, particularly how that applies to healthcare and making sure that everyone has access to equitable healthcare, that services are available and that folks have access. And second to that is equity in education. So similar to what Tanya was naming about making sure that the actual institutions that folks are are a part of are equitable, making sure that folks have access to higher education, that folks who want to become mental health providers, and we have a, a horrible shortage of mental health providers yeah. and so much need for mental health providers. And so making sure that folks who want to get that training can get that training and can stay in that training, because just like activism, grad school is hard. It is a hard <laughs> thing to sustain. Absolutely. Yeah, my absolutely. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, well, mental health, like the recent suicide of Mr. Frank from the Power Rangers. Yeah, I mentioned that mm-hmm. earlier. You know, mm-hmm. I wish you would have just spoken mm-hmm. to somebody. Mm-hmm. Just so speak yeah. up, folks. Please don't mm-hmm. hold it in. Please don't. I mean, you know, I'm passionate about things like that too. Mental health is something that's really big. You know, cancer. We have, we've lost too many mm-hmm. greats to that. You know, health mm-hmm. in general, like, my folks, we could be better. We got to help one another unite. All right. Mm-hmm. So are you guys going to do any type of campaigns y- y- yourselves, you know, where, where we could support anything cool soon together? Uh, I don't think we have anything specific planned, but you gave me some ideas in the green room. So we'll have to think <laughs> about that. And then I would say, you know, I would just say like this, I will mention that this book we we did, it was important to us to donate. Um, our personal profits, we are donating 10% to random acts. Um, and so that's, that is something, you know, we, we will be doing, we, we also make individual donations to other, other groups. Um, and there's a lot of great groups mentioned in the book that, um, will probably feature on social media at some point, or we partner with, I would say, I would just want everyone to take a minute. And if they have a little extra time or money, especially Tuesday coming up next week, nationwide, a lot of, Charities are really trying to, and nonprofits are really trying to to boost the donations. So if you can find a group that um, you know has transparency in in who they give to and who they support, and and whatever you can give, I think is welcome and appreciated so much, especially this time of year when we know people are going through mm-hmm. economic hardship with this yeah. year with the with the inflation, etc. So. You know, I would leave that up to the to the viewer listener a bit, but um, I, you know, near and dear to my heart are things also like Pop Culture Classroom in Denver is a great one that does uses comics in the classroom and like supports nice. educational outreach for kids. So things like that. Find something that speaks to you and and you know pay it forward. Wonderful, wonderful. And I'll just add real real quick. Um, if anyone is listening from San Francisco. 
San Francisco Fan Expo is happening this weekend right after Thanksgiving, okay. and I will be there, and Authors Alley will have a very small amount of forward copies of the book. Um, oh, snap. Proceeds from that going going to charity as well. So if folks are in San Francisco and you're going to the Fan Expo, come by and say hi. It was your booth number? Do you know? Oh, I wish I knew off the top of my head. I don't. <laughs> that is the one question I get every creator with. When, What's the booth number? I have no clue. <laughs> That's all. But they'll find you. Don't you worry. They better, yeah. You just go to Ars Alley. You know what the business is. So I also got to ask, what is Always Keep Nerd Fighting? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the original study <laughs> title. So sociologists, we like puns and we like to make up, um, you know, our own words for things. I think this is a little bit of my own critique about my discipline um, that we like to do this. So, you know, always keep fighting as a campaign in the supernatural fandom to raise awareness about mental health. Right. And so a lot of the charity work being around that. Um, and then nerd fight area or nerd fighters are the Hank, uh, John and Hank Green the vlog brothers, right? That was kind of an early YouTube fandom around uh, those folks and their products. So I decided being the the sociologist I am, always keep nerd fighting would be a great title for our research project about <laughs> fandom and social, social movements. So we just have, that's how we built the the following and that it just kind of stuck. Uh, and that's why, that's why that, but we will probably be Given the tr Twitter drama <laughs> of, <laughs> of late, uh, we will likely be doing an Instagram specific mm -hmm. to the book, Fandom Acts of Kindness. Do, so do can, it there, we, get a hive. Yeah. Get, get, get mm -hmm. a, there's so many right now for you to choose for. Hive seems to be the one everybody <laughs> is navigating to in the creative space. Right, and, and I haven't and, gotten there yet, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> I had one at a time. I just got off MySpace, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us on Facebook too. Uh, mm -hmm. We do have a Facebook we're we're promoting on as well. Uh, with hey, the always keep nerd fighting. Mm -hmm. That's all you gotta use. Look up those words, folks. All right, it's very simple. So you answered. You already answered a question pre-game, Kayla. When that's where were you guys gonna be at any con? So outside, other than is that gonna be your last con of this year? That'll be the last one for this year, and then I think we're we're sort of looking to 2023 and figuring out where we'll be. Are you coming back to New York? I will. I definitely will if if I can <laughs> get a panel. Yeah, yeah, I will. I mean, I got COVID and that sucked for the first time. Oh, but it had such a after coming out to to the. But I loved it. I New York Comic Con was wonderful. It was definitely Agreed. up there for me. Like, and I I like going to cons, so it was it's right up there for me on the list of some of the best. And I I I think it was so much fun. So I'm gonna try to get back there for sure. Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to see you both there. I'll be, we'll be chilling, right? For real. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds yeah, good. You'll hear a lot of Puerto Ricans saying, well, you hear that? They go, they go out. Don't you worry. Right? <laughs> awesome. Folks, this is what you need to do, though. You guys need to get a copy, right? There. I've been showing this. The link is below, too. Smart Pop Books, right? Fandom Acts of Kindness. It's available right now, yo. Get that copy, right? I mean, do you guys also have signed copies there, or is that something only exclusive to cons? Right, right now, now, only cons. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You guys should yeah, put we'll up some see. signed copies. Come on. This is going to, this is going to be a great book. It's going to help a lot of people get inspired. Look, folks, it's right, right the holidays. So yeah. if you think that your, that your significant other or someone in your life fandom could use a boost to do something good with it, get them this book and put them on the right path. 
All right. This is a great, definitely a great uh, stock, a stocking stuff right here. This is a fantastic book. I mean, as I'm reading it, I'm getting inspired and getting ideas. So thank you both for, you know, I would like to say this, thank you, time. Thank you for being creative. Thank you for putting this book out and doing that research and making something. This is actually a very valuable tool, in my opinion. So, again, thank you for even thinking of this and putting it together you know, to guide folks that actually do actually want to do something uh, kind and good in the world with their fandom. And according to that map, I do chaotic good, too. So I was like, all right, but hey. <laughs> I'm on that Batman yeah. lane. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you those alignment charts that I spent so many hours on that, that thinking about the Batman characters. It was very fun, but it was like, oh wow, what if I get this wrong and fans yell at me? So don't yell at me. I tried really hard. <laughs> and I, I dug the shit out of it. I was like, yeah, you got it. Like, ooh, ooh. And, 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 and I kind of, I don't, not a Batman fan per se of him. I mean, okay, mm-hmm. you know, he, no human is that damn. Good, perfect. Right. You know, I gotta say, right. get broken a little bit more often because he'd be doing some crazy shit. I don't know it's comics, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how my whole team tells me. They're, they're probably cursing me out right now. They hear, like, come on, Al, don't start your Batman shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. I mean, you know, if you got, if you, my, my students were like Batman or Tony Stark, and I was like Tony Stark. I mean, but okay, yeah. you know, no offense, Batman folks. Um. No, 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 yeah, but Batman, Batman, cool, Tony, cool, they're all cool. I dig it all, man. I, I'm not, I'm not a hater, man. I love all, all the fandom as a whole, so long as it brings me joy, and that's all I really look at. Whatever brings a smile on my face mm-hmm. makes me happy. Things like this and my comments, everything. Thank you again, folks. Yo, check it out again. Follow them right there. Always keep them fighting. That, that's that's the dynamic duo right here. Go visit them, <laughs> and again, give me your boot number so I could share it. But they, she will be at the Comic Con. All right, this weekend all right so once you stuff your fridge with some turkey start getting some stocking stuff for the right so with that booth it'll be signed all right so mm-hmm. it'll be, make, make, they'll make it special all right for the nerd in your life to get inspired <laughs> all right uh, you know what to do with me right Alta tells you everything except this follow my extended family on the covercapes.com dropping shows weekly like outside the panels no prize podcast definitive crusade my team is just smashing it sloppy spoilers then we got my other brothers doing their stuff the sisters at k-pop cosmos and and the cinema crusaders the madness we do it all folks we got it all all right thank you everybody for tuning in much love hasta la proxima thank you again all right thank you for listening to the common crusaders podcast if you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 